Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We'll get to sports in just a second, but I want to update a breaking news story that we are following, and our, our news team is on this. But an NOPD officer has been shot in Mid-City. What we do know, it was on the 3300 block of Tulane Avenue in Mid-City, according to NOPD. The officer was shot in the uh, leg, apparently, and then transported to a hospital. They're investigating the scene now. Apparently, this happened after a, a scuffle, a little bit of a fight in the area, and they are setting up a media staging area, so we should know more about that in a little bit, and we'll hopefully have more info for you before we are off the air tonight. But again, an NOPD officer was shot, 3300 block of Tulane Avenue in Mid-City, that according to the NOPD. It's a developing story. Don't know much more than that as of right now. Later in the hour, we'll have two-minute drill trivia and also Sean Payton's interview and talk with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick from earlier tonight on Sports Talk. That coming up at 10.30. Be sure you stick around for that. But first, I want to talk a little NOLA Gold Rugby. Winners again last week, and they remain atop the Major League Rugby standings with 38 total points. Seven and two in the nine matches that they have played, a plus 68 goal differential. They have been outstanding this year, and it's our pleasure to welcome in the owner of NOLA Gold Rugby, Tim Falcon, to the program. Tim, uh, it's been a heck of a season and a heck of a ride for uh, y'all at NOLA Gold this year. Yeah, good evening, uh, Seth. Yeah, we've uh, we've really enjoyed it. Uh, big step up from last year, and Every week's, uh, you know, very exciting, a little more exciting than, than I can take sometimes, but it's gets good rugby and, and good excitement. Well, exciting is better than the alternative, uh, uh, right? <laughs> I suppose Absolutely. <laughs> hey, winning cures a lot of ills, is what I say. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. What's it been like for you to watch, um, you know, this baby years, this franchise uh, grow and evolve over uh, these two years in, in Major League Rugby. I, I remember, I think I talked to you before your first match last year, and all the you know the promise and potential, and here you are, about a year later, a top Major League Rugby. Yeah, just just an amazing journey. Just uh, you know, a blessing to to start something from from scratch. You know, a bunch of like minded rugby guys got together about three years ago and decided we need to take the passion that we had and, and make it professional. Um, you know, we brought in a, a really good commissioner, Dean House, who had been involved with MLS a long time ago with the, the Salt Lake City team. And, you know, just to see it evolve and come together and, you know, the vision that starts to unfold, it's, it's, it's very exciting. Have you been surprised at all, the, the passion in the city? And uh, I'm just honest with you, Tim, I have been. To see, I walk down the street and I'm not surprised anymore to see a Nola Gold hat or a jersey in the bars during your game days. A lot of them, uh, they're, they're tuned into your games and they're packed. Have you been surprised by the support in the city? You know, surprised and humbled. Um, but but that being said, you know, I've been around rugby for 40 years and I've I've always seen the game and, Unfortunately, in America, we haven't ever put in the right venues or had the right level of you know professional players involved. But I always knew it was a great game. I watched it evolve overseas from going amateur, you know, back in '96 to professional, and 
so I, you know, I knew the game was there, and I knew, especially you know, South Louisiana sports fans because we love football, we love collision, and so I certainly surprised and, and humbled by the response, but but also kind of you know, going knowing, going into this that this was a product that I think people could embrace. Has it been a long time um, dream of yours to get to this point, Tim? You know, not not to necessarily own a team. You know, I've been around rugby, doing a lot with rugby since my LSU days a long time ago. And so it just the opportunity came along. And, you know, I, I got an opportunity to get it the chance and, and get on board. And so, you know, once once it was there, I, I certainly wanted to be a part of it. And it's it's been a great experience so far. What's your history uh, uh, rugby-wise? I know you mentioned some of it there um, uh, where you played before, but a lot of our audience doesn't know. What, what's Tim Falcon's rugby history? <laughs> so it started back in uh, 1978. I, I went up to LSU to go to school, walked on the football team, and that didn't quite work out. And they threw me a rugby ball in registration and fell in love with the game. So this is now my 41st year of playing rugby. Uh, played for the New Orleans club after leaving LSU. I've been involved with starting the, the high school league. We got going about 15 years ago. And, uh, you know, so I've been a club president, club captain, helped, you know, with the fields, you know, worked with kids, did about everything you could do with rugby. And uh, so, you know, 40, 40 year journey and this professional opportunity came along and it's, you know, it's, it's been great to be a part of. Uh, you still able to uh, suit up and not able is the wrong word, but do you still uh, suit up and get out there? Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm lucky enough to uh, even even my old, approaching this old age to be able to run around with the lads a little bit. Um, there's you know mostly old boys. We have what we call the old boys, the masters, uh, over 35, over 40s, even teams now playing over 50. So uh, I get some games with them, and we have a really nice social league in town. We call the Markel Cup, named after one of our uh, stalwarts of the game, Robert Markel, and. It's a, a league play fall, and there's three teams, a team on the West Bank that I play with. So, yeah, I still get to put the boots on and, and run around. It's uh, still enjoyable. Tim Falcon, owner of NOLA Gold Rugby with us. Uh, you guys have put together, obviously, one heck of a roster. I mean, you're on top of the standings. But there's this pool of, of big-time international talent that you've been able to acquire and bring here that's it's really something special. A guy like Tristan Blewett, who I talked to on my show, and certainly one of the, the premier players in Major League Rugby. Um, how do you get that assemblage of worldwide talent here in New Orleans uh, playing rugby, Tim? How, what's that process? like you know it, it, it starts with with having a professional league and, and having a, a city like new orleans so it's it's attractive for guys around the town when you say what do you think about new orleans everybody obviously knows it's a great destination city so that, that helps but we have our general manager um ryan fitzgerald you we probably talked to ryan before and he, he just is dogged he just goes around the world and and we you know we in rugby we have contacts through all the tours and the People we have, we have a coach from LSU down in South Africa. He helps us out. Our coach, Nate Osborne, from Australia. So we have, we have great connections, and they just do a really good job of not only finding great players, but guys with the right character that, that fit our team. It's, you know, the team culture is really important. So they, they just, you know, they're always after it. He, he just sent me a text tonight of a, another center that's a Tristan Blewett-type guy from South Africa that we're working on for next year. So he, he just stays after it and keeps looking at our Looks at our roster, see where the needs are, and goes find the best talent that we can get. Yeah, do do guys like Chris uh, Tristan kind of help uh, recruit these guys uh, to Nola and New Orleans once they get here? Yeah, that's that's definitely happened already. Um, you know, they call their mates back home and tell them about their experience, and 
and what's going on and it, it tweaks the tweaks their interest and you know so it, it helps again it helps spread the network of finding people well, on the field, on the pitch, you guys uh, again a top major league resume. Just a little more, a little uh, one game more than half your regular season complete. You get Utah this weekend, um, and I guess all these matches uh, they're big, Tim, down the stretch here, huh? Yeah, no, we've uh, we've got three you know tough home games left. Uh, first one's on Saturday at two o'clock at our Gold Stadium, and you know Utah, they're you know they're uh, in the bottom half of the the, the table right now, but. You know they're a tough team. All these teams are tough. We, you know, there's a there's parity in the league. Everybody has really good players, and uh, so starts this week, and then we have four four tough road games. Still have to go through. We got to go up to Seattle. Got to go to New York. Uh, we're going to play Austin again on the road, and then San Diego. And you know, three of them are in the top of the table. They're going to be fighting for those those top four spots for the playoffs. So we've got a lot of lot of tough rugby left. Do you ever get tired of, of educating uh, fans on on rugby? You mentioned it there, and I know table, right? That's what they use for standings here, and a lot of um, you know fans would be like, "Table, what's that mean?" It's just some of the lingo uh, in in rugby that you know I don't know a lot of it either. Uh, you ever get tired of educating people uh, about rugby, Tim? Does it ever become old hat for you? Absolutely not. It's it's a pleasure to to help people understand the game and. You know, we we try to break it down to five or six of the essential movements, and I think once people people understand, you know, what's going on in a ruck and a ball line out, once they get that, you know, they they start understanding the game more and more. But no, you know, it's it's a passion for me, and it's, it's something I love. And so I'll talk to anybody. I'll talk your off about what's going on out there if you want to listen. <laughs> uh, is the, uh, the the comparisons that um, the very casual rugby fans will give that you know it, it's football without pads? Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's way too much of a simplification of it, Tim? You know, it is because it's really, you know, if you want to complicate it, it's the game that's between soccer and football. And so it's got all the flowing action of, of, a, of a soccer game, but, you know, they, but it has the collisions and the running of football. But, you know, the, you know, simplification for people to, if it piques our interest, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll use analogies to football or any other sport they want us to. Just to, I think the part of it is just getting them out there to see their first game and, and experience our, you know, our, our stadium and the crowd and the, the tailgating and all the experience and, Anything to get them to look at it. Once they do, I think that's where where the excitement's been building. Right. Well, you know, Tim, the city's been reeling since the the Nola no call with the Saints. I, I talked to my buddy Scott Alexander, and he's kind of walked me through uh, both of your losses. Apparently, you've had some interesting uh, officiating, uh, maybe blunders at the end of both of those losses. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and the one up in uh, in Glendale where we. You know, we all we had to do was run the clock out. Um, the, the the referees get get reviewed, and they have a report that comes out the next day. And the report pretty much said the game should have been over in in our favor, but the referee let it play on. But you know, in rugby, there's there's one referee and 30 players, and you know, we, we tell the players you don't you know don't let the referee take the game from you, and don't you know don't get in a situation where it comes down to that. So, but yeah, certainly certainly it happens, and it's all sports and. You know, so it's a lot, lot harder to when when you lose, and you always point out stuff when you lose. But we try to, you know, try to keep our chin up and keep moving. Yeah, there you go. We're just we're just a little heightened uh, to officiating here after the, the stuff <laughs> yeah. that we've gone through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the yeah yep. You know we, I, I lived through it. 
I was there at the game. I saw the call. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the Saints game. I was like, uh, you know, from where I was, it was obvious like everybody else. So Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we, we, we all lived through it. Yeah, we need a few uh, favors from the officiating gods in all of our sports here. It's uh, Tim yeah. Falcon, owner of NOLA Gold Rugby, and they're at home on Saturday, 2 o'clock. They take on the Utah Warriors over at Gold Stadium. Get out there if you can. Um, it's fantastic, and it's also be on CST Cox Sports Television at 2. Tim, appreciate talking to you again. And, uh, look, I'll see you out there a couple of times here the rest of the season. Yeah, Seth, we, we appreciate your support. And, you know, uh, everybody comes out. You know, when you start buying tickets, you become an owner, you know, and help us. That's how we grow the game. So come on out and see us. Will do. All right. Thanks so much. Tim Falcon, you, again, owner of NOLA Gold Rugby. They take on Utah at 2 o'clock on Saturday at Gold Stadium. We're going to take a break, and next, it is our, our final show of the week. And what does that mean? Final show of the week, two-minute drill trivia. Scott Alexander's probably listening. He used to be the city's trivia master, although I think I beat him once. He cried. Uh, speaking of officiating blunders, he thinks uh, we had it rigged in my favor. Scott, that wasn't true, if you're listening. It wasn't true. I beat you fair and square. But that said, we are going to open up the phone lines for... A competitor. Ah, yes, I have won a couple of weeks in a row, which means I am the reigning champion, which means you have a chance to dethrone me. 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. We're looking for a competitor. In two-minute drill trivia, we'll take caller number two. 504-260-1870. That's the number. Hop on in. Two-minute drill trivia next. All right, we have found our competitor for our weekly two-minute drill sports trivia might be a pop culture question or two in here it's ray in metairie coming in to try to dethrone me here ray what's going on tonight not a whole lot Seth. how are you i'm great and i will i know what i'm kind of rooting for you today i i usually don't root for uh, my competitors but ray you sound like a nice guy so i'm rooting for you how about that how about that all right i'm still gonna try to beat you though okay uh, I figured. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to put down the headphones, turn down the studio um, sound. Tim, take it away. All right, Greg. Let me turn some music on, and then we'll start this up in a second. All right. You ready to go? Ready to go. All right. Who was the last favorite, according to Vegas, to win the Masters? I'll give you one point for that winner, the Vegas favorite to win. And if you give me the year, I'll give you another point. Oh, goodness. Um Jordan Spieth, 2014. Both of those are incorrect. Uh, question okay. number two, how many hits does Orioles first baseman Chris Davis have this season? Big fat zero. That is correct. According to Forbes, which NBA franchise is considered the most valuable in the NBA? Los Angeles Lakers. That's incorrect. Question number four, what state is the Masters Golf Tournament located in? Georgia. That is correct. Question number five, Tony Parker, his 17-year drought of – I mean, 17-year-old streak of going to the playoffs came to an end this season. Which player now currently holds the longest streak of making the playoffs 12 straight seasons? I'll give you a hint. That player plays in the Eastern Conference. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Vince Carter. Close, but not not right. All right. Uh, Dirk, ah. 
Dirk Nowinski retired this year. Who is the last active player in the NBA currently born in the 1970s? Vince Carter. That is that is actually correct. Uh, last question: Which two NHL cities have a larger payroll than the, their MLB teams in that same city? I'll give you a point for each team. Wait, NHL teams Which with larger payroll than, than the major their MLB League teams. teams? Yes. Okay. Um, let's say the Florida Panthers. What city is the Florida? What city is the Florida Panthers? Miami. Miami. Okay. And Aren't they? Yeah. And what is the other team? And the other team, let's say, Carolina. I'll bring Seth back in right here. Seth is coming back on. All right, I'm coming back in. I could tell him. Turn down got. the sound on the TV. I turned the TV sound way up in here just to make sure I couldn't hear anything uh, coming from that side, and I couldn't. So this, um, like usual, than, is we have less than two minutes. That's fine. Let's go. But put me at a disadvantage right here. I got a minute forty-five. Let's run through these, Tim. Here we go. All right. According to the last, according who was the last Vegas favorite to win the Masters, and I'll give you a point for the year and the player. The last okay, Vegas well, I favorite. knew you were going to ask me a Masters question, so I did a little homework on at least the champions. I didn't do the Vegas favorites. I know uh, Spieth in 2015 and Mickelson in 2010, so probably one of those. I'm going to go Spieth. I'm going to go Spieth in 2015. That's what actually Ray said. It's actually Tiger Woods in 2005. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Uh, right. Question number two. How many hits does Orioles first baseman Chris Davis have? Uh, is it still zero? I know it was zero as of yesterday. I guess I didn't pay attention. That's correct. According to Forbes, which NBA franchise is considered the most valuable? Lakers. That's incorrect. It's actually the Knicks. Uh, which state is the Masters Golf Tournament located in? Georgia. That is correct. Uh, Tony Parker had 17 years straight of NBA playoffs. That comes to an end this season. Now, who holds the longest streak with 12 playoff appearances for 12 straight seasons? He's an active player. He plays in the Eastern Conference. Wow, that's a great question. Um, Dan Feldman actually tweeted this. Pass. I'm going to come back to that one. All right. Uh, with Dirk retiring this year, who is the last active player currently born in the 1970s in the NBA? Oh, I, I don't know. I actually, I, I'm the old guy. See, I'm up against the clock. I don't know. Go. I got. I All put, right. Yeah, uh, which two NHL cities have a larger payroll than the MLB teams in their si- same city? Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. That's and, correct. And uh, the, the pass on the second one. I'm not sure. We're going to have to take a break. Oh, okay. We got to take a break here. Okay. I'm going to give, uh, let's give Ray one bonus point because I get the extra 60 seconds here. All right, I've been, we're in the middle of two-minute drill trivia. I'm giving Ray a couple of different bonuses here. Number one, I'm not going to allow myself to go back on anything I passed on since, well, we had an extra 60 seconds to think about it. And also, I'm giving Ray one bonus point here. So put a bonus point on Ray. I don't even know what he scored. Well, but you, still, you still have 35 seconds on the clock. Okay, I got 35 seconds. How many questions left? Three. Three. All right. You passed on them, so I have to go back on them. Okay. All right. All right, Tony Parker, 17 years straight in the NBA playoffs. Which player he comes to an end? This does, these, these seconds don't count, actually. Okay. But that came to an end this year. Now who holds the longest streak of making the playoffs 12 straight seasons? This player plays in the Eastern Conference. I, I, honest, I, I can't even I, – I, it's not Wade. Is it, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's I don't J.J. Redick. Oh, I would have never guessed that. All right. 
Uh, Dirk Nowitzki retired this year. Who is the last active player in the NBA right now, born in the 1970s? Yeah, and then it's weird. I'm just thinking of Ray got this one right. Elder statesman in the NBA in the 70s. Means he has to be 40 years old. Yeah. Is Manu still? Did he sign somewhere? <laughs> no, I have no, no idea. Did he resign somewhere? I have no idea. Ray said Vince Carter for both of them and got one of them right. Oh, okay, all right. And which NHL city has a larger payroll than? Their yeah, MLB? so Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was right. I need one more. Who has small payrolls in baseball? Since uh, no, uh, Cleveland, nope, uh, not Vegas. Uh, my, no, my, uh, my, my, uh, Orlando. It's not Orlando. It's actually Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh, that makes sense. Pirates have. I won. just got thrashed here. I did. I know it. It was terrible. What was the final score? Ray had four correct. You had three. All right, Ray. All right, Ray. Come on in here. Uh, it's like usual. Uh, your chance to gloat. You have the floor, Ray. Well, actually, I didn't think I did that uh, that well. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Oh, see, I always so uh, I'm not gloating. <laughs> I like the humble in victory. This is great, uh, Ray. Look, congratulations! You won. You not only did you win fair and square, you also won. Uh, even when I had the extra sixty seconds to kind of think about stuff. So there you go. All right, congrats. Uh, stay on the line, Ray, and we will we'll get you back on next week as our defending champion, if you want. All right. Awesome. All right. Glad to do it. All right. Ray and Metairie, the now reigning two-minute drill champion. Congratulations, Ray. Did you get a text message from Scott Alexander? I probably did. I didn't even look he at it He texted me the answers. He got one, two, three, four, five. Five of the eight, right? Yeah, that doesn't count, though. I'm not counting it. I, I'm not. No, I, it probably was completely above the board knowing Scott, but I'm just going to say he cheated. I, I because thought the JJ, Re, JJ Reddit question I was can. pretty tough. Yeah, I would never have guessed J.J. Redick. Come on. It showed up on my Twitter timeline today, so I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and squeeze in our first break here. When we come back, Sean Payton was on Sports Talk earlier tonight. We'll have that conversation for you. This weekend, one of the biggest festivals in the world happens right here. In fact, it's already underway. It's the 36th annual French Quarter Fest presented by Chevron, the world's largest showcase of Louisiana music, food, culture. And, of course, it's free. Today through Sunday, you can enjoy classic cuisine from over 60 restaurants, 300 acts on 23 stages. Come out and meet some of us. Your favorite WWL personalities. We're going to be broadcasting from the world's largest jazz brunch in Jackson Square every day. Brought to you by the Toro Emergency Department. When you party too hard at the fest, Toro takes care of it. Tomorrow, it's Angela Hill from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturday, Don Dubuque from noon to 3. And then Sunday, Christian Garrick and Steve Geller from 10 to 11.30 in the morning. The French Quarter Fest right here on WWL tomorrow through Sunday. Final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. Are you worried about the LSU NBA draft declarations? 56% say no, and 44% are saying yes. Thanks to Tim Zimmer behind the glass, our studio producer. Thanks to Diane Newman, Todd Manessis, and Helen Sintani. Thanks to our guests, Glenn Gilbo, Scott Kushner, Jeff Palermo, Carter Bryant, and Tim Falcon tonight. I'm Seth Dunlap. That's it for this week here on The Last Lap. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. We'll keep the conversation going there at Seth Dunlap. And you can also follow us on WWL on Twitter at WWLAMFM. As always, we leave you with our moment of zen, and Tim Zimmer gets to introduce his uh, dealer's choice 
of moment is in tonight, Tim. Yeah, so it's Nick Saban complaining about players leaving early and that they're the bigger losers for leaving Alabama. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.